I think a true metric of success is, are your client happy? And then are they having you back to do more work? And then are you growing that relationship with that client? We've got a fun episode today. We're talking about impact on the business. It can be difficult to know whether or not the content you're producing is the right content, whether or not you're making the intended impact. Obviously, those are critical questions to have answers to, and that's what we're discussing today. I'm really grateful to have Casey back on the show today to talk about business impact. So thank you so much for joining me on another episode of Video Production Daily. Roll the music, cue the slide. We're back. Casey, thank you for joining me again this week on Video Production Daily. We are thrilled to have you. I wanna to talk to you today about business impact and metrics for success. When people hire Think Out Loud or they hire Casey, what are they getting out of the deal? I have this hypothesis that a lot of times people hire video producers because video is still really hard to produce. I mean, people are, know that they can take a video on their iPhone, but then they get it back and, and it just doesn't feel like something that should match their marketing or uphold their brand. So they engage professional help. Um, but the uplift of video can be so much more than just getting it done and executing the project. And certainly a lot of the margin is in the real storytelling that you do, the impact you have on a business. And I'm just wondering, how do you think about that? How do you encapsulate what success looks like and what is the value that you're selling either through Think Out Loud or just your own impacts in-house or out of house uh, on an organization? Yeah. Um, so, you know, it, it's interesting. My thoughts on success in, in the sense of kind of content production is like, what the field we work in is so highly subjective. Um, you know, what is success at a sense? And it, it really is, I think, the pairing of KPIs to the project that you're working on to go, okay, what are the true like metrics that I need to work for, work towards um, to make this successful? Um, and that kind of really drills down into what is the business's objective? What is the distribution plan for the content? Um, and, you know, what is the, uh, you know, how, how big of a component is this video content to an overall marketing campaign, branding campaign, or, or other kind of need for video content to develop a, um, or I should say to kind of resolve a problem, or create a solution. Uh, I really look at content too as something that can solve problems um, easily, um, disperse information fast and quick, um, and get uh, you know viewers, customers, uh, potential customers, anyone really on board with your brand um, or kind of what your call of action is faster than any other medium. Casey, one of the things I want to talk to you about is oftentimes what you see is you see an organization that's hired some internal creatives. They've got an AV department, maybe at a university or in business. And they know that they need to create content, so they've hired the department, they're creating content, but those folks are wandering without any KPIs. You have a lot of internal experience, um, you know, specifically your experience at Tesla and Airbnb. I'm wondering if you can give any guidance to video creators that might not have a lot of KPIs right now of how can they define success for themselves? Is there anything that they should be thinking about or KPIs that they should be seeking to understand? Um, you know, they probably have a mix, some having analytics and some they have, you know, not even any analytics or feedback on the project. So it's wide open. I just wonder within those different scenarios, is there anything in your mind that you think if I was in-house and I didn't have KPIs, this is the kind of feedback that I would go looking for? 
So I've actually had a lot of experience with projects that don't necessarily have KPIs or true success metrics. And it kind of leaned towards more the subjective. Is your stakeholder, is your client, is the executive review going well? Is it hitting kind of what they feel is successful or not? Um, and I, I think another big part of like when you're working without metrics per se or true KPIs um, is, you know, are they asking you to do more work? Did they like your work? Was there praise for it? Um, was there anything specifically that they liked that they want you to do again for them? Um, especially when kind of when you are a freelancer or an external vendor um, and you're not given these kind of like metrics of success, um, I think a true metric of success is are your client happy and then are they having you back to do more work and then are you growing that relationship with that client? I always have this little yin and yang thing going on where I don't know what makes me happier, like great anecdotal feedback where you make a video for someone and they're just overjoyed and they love it, or watching the data provide the results that they were seeking after, right? Like both of them are a little bit of a dopamine hit. And certainly both of them are things that like, yeah, we should be pursuing those. We should be pursuing both of those. You know, in my time, I've had some videos too, which like were extremely successful on the metrics side you know, a lot of views, a lot of reach, you know, people watching the entire video all the way through. Um, and I've had stakeholders who weren't happy with it, um, but the data shows it is successful. And that really kind of leans into this subjectivity aspect of, you know, there's more than just one way to determine if a, a project is a success. Um, but at the end of the day, I think you need to be happy with the work that you're creating above all. And if you're not happy with it, you need to strive and do what you can to make it better and then make something you're happy with. Casey, it's so interesting to hear you talk about these projects that you did. I know so many of them I saw before I ever met you, a lot of your work from Tesla. Um, and so it's interesting to hear you talk about kind of how you define success for those different projects. And I know now with Think Out Loud Studios, you're doing a lot of work for, for different folks. It would be interesting um, to hear from your perspective, kind of encapsulated what you feel the value add is that you're bringing to your customers. In my mind, the immediate thing I think of is they've seen your previous work and they want that kind of impact on their business also, but it'd be great to hear it from your perspective as far as what is the value add that you bring to a project. So I think the value add that I can bring with Think Out Loud Studios is I've been in-house for years. I fundamentally understand the process uh, holistically that goes into creating a campaign. And honestly, content is like one piece of it typically. Um, so I want to come in as their, their creative partner throughout the whole process because uh, I've been there too, I've dealt with it, and then help them think outside of just this one project of what else can we do with this for down the line or other needs that they have that they haven't thought about yet. Um, I think typically when you outsource to an agency or a production company who has always kind of been on the outside of the corporate world, their focus is solely on that one project. And, you know, it, it turns into a different kind of engagement because they're not thinking about you and more that they can do for you necessarily. Or if they are, it's more about, you know, how can they kind of add more to the invoice um, where I want to figure out from the get-go of like, how can we partner up and how can I, you know, make you successful with this project. I love hearing your perspective on that and how you really become an advocate for your customer. I can't help but ask you one more question. I'm wondering if that kind of mentality leads into more reoccurring project structures or if most of the engagements that you do are kind of, you know, one-off projects. So it typically starts as a, a single video engagement. And 
oftentimes I've had, you know, uh, clients and potential clients come to me with, I have an idea, I want to do this. And I kind of press on, well, where did the idea come from? Is that the best solution for this? And it opens up the conversation to go, you know, we can't necessarily fit everything into one piece of content. Like what you're talking about is more akin to a campaign, several pieces of bite-sized content, um, you know, and how can we really support this and line it up with your budget? Um, you know, because if you're going to go do a one-day shoot, there's no reason to jam-pack everything into one video when you could plan for, you know, four different assets um, from that one shoot and kind of build the project up in different ways and expand it um, to fit more needs and not just uh, pigeonhole yourself into one piece that is a success or not a success. Casey, thank you so much for sharing your perspective with us. It's great to hear about, you know, I've seen your great work. It's great to hear your perspective on what made some of those projects successful. I hope that our listeners have been able to think of something that can better help them define their success metrics and maybe the value that they bring to their customers. Thank you so much for joining me on another episode of Video Production Daily. Filmmakers and video creators, as you know, production budgets are wildly inconsistent. Sometimes they rise, sometimes they fall, but your ability to bring creativity to a project is always in demand. I want to introduce you to the Masters of Engagement online course. Learn how to clarify creative ideas, engage audiences using conflict, dance, art, character development, relevancy, and unexpectedness in story. Every professional video creator should learn about audience psychology from mastersofengagement.com. I've included a discounted link in the show notes below, and I can't wait to see you in the online course.